Hey guys, just had a nightmare uh, that I was uh, entered in a some weird volleyball tournament at like a yacht club, which is just laughable on so many levels for me, I won't get into. And uh, I get there and I'm getting my assigned my team and go figure, it's you two. So obviously... I would say, well, cause this is great. I hate this, and I'm, uh, we're definitely going to lose. And then it got even worse. Fucking, of course, Mike failed at the last minute. Wouldn't show up. Not that he'd be worth anything anyways. Told my girlfriend about it when I woke up because I was so shaken, and she broke up with me. So, fuck you guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike. What'd you do that for, man? I would kill at volleyball. Volleyballing. Okay, what part specifically do you think you'd be very, very good at? Hitting, whacking that fucking ball, JF, you know? Sending that motherfucker flying, bro. Okay, that so shit you, would be gone. So you do know how to play volleyball. Okay, no you, pa- you passed it. the test. You passed the test. Um, But you would actually, you would do the thing where you didn't show up, obviously, if we were in a volleyball tournament. Yes, correct. Um, I would I would leave you hanging. Yeah, I am not to be counted on. I'm not. Uh, but what would it do be? Not depend on me for anything. What would be the reason that you didn't show up? Would it be like? Would it be intent? Would it be intentional? Would you say, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm not doing that"? Would it be you overslept, got the day wrong, got the time wrong? Would it be you got too stoned and tried to drive over there and couldn't figure out how to get in and then just turned around and left? I would love to do a volleyball turn. I don't know what you're talking about, but the the real reason <laughs> would be because I went over there and then I, I couldn't see the entrance. I couldn't figure out where the entrance was. Right. I don't know where anyone's parking. Nobody's, I mean. Everyone's already want, in. Like, I'm starting to serve. Yeah. And you're like, is it the one with the flag on it? Like, which one? Which gate I'm is it? I'm texting you and you are, I mean, you're. So. <laughs> Have you ever played volleyball? Yeah. I was, uh, I wore the shorts. I was, uh... The shorts? This is unraveling now. (laughs) This is really unraveling right now. Probably like your fucking shorts you wore. Um, we should do Um, more sports tournaments together. We should, you stupid asshole. I'm not gonna go play basketball, but what about a nice game of dodgeball? You can't play it now, because now everybody's trying to dodge the coronavirus. No, we couldn't do that, but we could do, I think once this whole thing is over and everything goes back to normal and America gets great again, um, I think maybe we could start doing some local, you know, some local YKS stuff, like get on, get on Nashville subreddit and say, hey guys, we're a local podcast. We thought it'd be cool if we came together and maybe did some uh, cleanup around downtown. 
We're going to be just picking up some cans, and we'll be recycling the cans, and then we will donate the proceeds to uh, a local uh, charity uh, to be determined. And we're having a raffle to determine the charity winner. You know, something cool like that, local board game night, something like that. We could take our board games to a bar and play, like, Parcheesi with, like, three other guys from Reddit. Like, Dirty Parcheesi or something like that. Whoa, what is that? 18 and up. What's dirty Parcheesi? Funkify now. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got a good board game coming your way. Um, Mike, we don't have an update on old Kickstarter. We have an update on a thing that's going on in the world of politics. Um, We're going to talk a little bit of politics uh, right now. You saw this. You you actually have been sort of on this from the very beginning. Um, You've been tracking this story in the YKS newsroom at the news desk. Um, do you want to give us just sort of the, the rough, uh, beginnings? Just want to tell us what, what's this, I mean, what's this all about? We need a fucking, we need a news desk for sure. Um, JF, I wanted to tell you about the, you know, the arrested Dallas hairdressers GoFundMe launched before she, uh, reopened. They were, they were trying to do a, down in Texas, you know? Yes. The governor was like, hey, close everything down, you know? Right. Fucking snowflake. <laughs> Wait, okay, he's the snowflake for you. Yeah. Okay. He's like, close everything down. We got to, you know, the virus is real and all that stuff, you know? Right. And he's actually a freak. This guy, uh, the governor of Texas is actually a total uh, nut job, right? Greg Abbott is one. On Twitter, that everybody makes fun of him all the time. Greg Greg Abbott, Texas, is somebody that everybody just, uh, they go absolutely crazy on this guy. He's probably one of those guys, like eight years ago, we would have been saying, like, uh, you're wearing a diaper. And then he would go nuts and say, I'm not wearing a diaper. He's one of those guys. He's like a teacot guy, I think, right? (laughs) I don't know anything about him. And then Dan Patrick as well. He's also a Looney Tune. But they did do, I mean, technically, on paper at first, they seemed to have wanted to try to do the right thing, which is actually shut some stuff down for a while. That seemed like what they were going to actually do. And then I guess they sensed that there was some politics to be done uh, on this, (laughs) and they decided... uh, So he went against his own order and said, no, actually, don't put her in trouble for opening the salon. Actually, that was fucked up that I did that. So this is cool now. So basically, you got to assume like some... Tea Party or some some QAnon people or whatever said, like, hey, we're going to turn this into a big deal, so, yeah, like, back off. So she opened it up. She, was, she put herself up on the cross and said, I'm opening to protect the families of my stylist yeah. and so forth. Meanwhile, she had actually gotten the PPP loan so that she could pay uh, the salaries of the people that were not able to come into work. Um, so Somebody started a GoFundMe for, for her. Right. Because she was persecuted so bad, and she was on the precipice of death. Did you see who started it for her? The group calling themselves Woke Patriots. This is from TexasMonthly.com I'm reading right now. Woke Patriots. They started started on April 23rd, one day before she opened her salon. Um, And then they went through all this bullshit. They raised a bunch of money. Mike, did you have the the tally of of what they raised? Because I know it was a shitload of money. Um, they raised five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so that's good. Um, and presumably that's not going to the employees of the salon because they've got the loan to. Well, 
here's the thing. This has been such a drain on the, on the owner and yeah. her family. And not to mention uh, attorneys and fees. And Yeah, by the time it's all over, she barely got anything. Um, yeah. It does say, according to the Texas Tribune, it does say that she is going to donate it to charity, which is so nice. Uh, just before she does that, she's going to have to pay off her mortgage, uh, take care of the legal fees, <laughs> uh, and then, of course, pay fines and legal fees, um, you know, um, bibs and bobs. Some of it got, some PayPal probably took a big chunk, you know. But so. your boy, your boy Teddy Cruz flew down, got himself a, got himself cut, got himself cut up. Yeah, he got circumcised down there. They what were if like, he we did? don't usually do this. We're actually what? a we're actually a hair cutter. Yeah, and we don't usually do this, but hell, whip that thing out. Whip we'll that thing out. Take do. a little bit off the top. Um, yeah, I still haven't gotten a haircut. I'd love to get a haircut. I've not done it. I'm ter- I'm terrified of it. But I think have if gotten, I were, have you gotten your penis trimmed? My penis is hanging a little bit long right now. Yeah, my penis is looking very scruffy. So I would need some penis care. Um, I'm just not in the place right now where I feel like I can go get some penis care. But I think if I were running a salon, I would not want Ted Cruz to be the guy who advertises my services, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, That's not so good, good, is it? Is he? He's the guy that famously looks like a blobfish, <laughs> correct? <laughs> I don't need that. He grew a beard and was like, hey, man. You know, that, was that only tough. works for like fat guys. It doesn't <laughs> work for guys who are just ugly. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, he looks really bad. Well, anyways, I'm glad that's working out. Um, I'm glad it's working out for them. Look, we didn't spend we didn't spend enough time on this story. We have to do an update on old Kickstarter, and I don't I don't have one in front of me. So let's the just the story's make, still let's developing. JF, um, we have several people working on it as okay. we speak. So we'll be bringing uh, as uh, more as it develops. That's awesome. That got us another ten seconds. Let's do um, <laughs> let's let's do an update, but let's do one since we don't have one in front of us. We didn't prepare for this. You want to just make one up, like a Kickstarter? Like let's update on old Kickstarter. Let's pretend it was like, let's just think. What what would be something maybe we did? You know, like six months ago that was a Kickstarter on here. We could just kind of. Um, you just could, want me to find one? No, we don't have time. We need. We actually need to. We need to get going. So let's just say. Let's just say it was something like, oh, this is a Kickstarter for, this is like a special, uh, this is like a special kind of, uh, it's a sm- mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise a ma- too. It's a special kind of mayonnaise. Uh, what's so special about this mayonnaise? Well, it's, uh, it, it comes it's from. It's thicker. It's a lot thicker than regular mayonnaise. Okay. I mean, you are, you're not, almost not going to be able to cut this stuff. Yeah, do you remember this? Do you remember? You guys remember thick mayonnaise? Um, basically, the thing with this was the person who developed uh, thick mayonnaise was trying to use regular mayonnaise one day, and they were like, "God, this thing is like all over the place." Mm-hmm. Um, there was a video of them opening it, and then it spilled, and it was like all over the kitchen. It was so. created when a scientist accidentally knocked a cup of concrete off of a windowsill onto right. his picnic lunch that he was having, and. And he That's never it, he never looked back. Basically, you know, an idea was born. Yeah. Um, so, it's like, damn, this shit's thick. This one did make its. Uh, this one did make the money that it needed. Um, it, they were asking for two hundred and thirty thousand dollars. They actually got nine hundred eighty-eight billion dollars for thick mayonnaise. Um, if you're scrolling through the comments here, a lot of people are saying this is the best. 
you know, condiment I've ever had. This actually cured me of COVID-19, which is, I don't think that was even part of, I mean, cause this was six months hey, ago. Added bonus, huh? That's not bad. You get the thick mayonnaise and you get to be alive for a while, which is so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to rule this one a success. So cheers to thick mayonnaise. That's awesome. Um, Mike, why don't we do the six pack now? Welcome to the six pack. This is where we we try to unearth the thick mayonnaises of the future. Mike, um, we've got several of them, six to be precise. Um, who wants to go first? Everybody, raise your hand. We'll go down the line. Who's tried going to do, first? Tried to do seven. Tried to. They wouldn't let us do it. They said we're. They're. You're lucky. We're letting you do six. They. So. They. Okay. That's scary. <laughs> I got one called the Eco Shorts. All Echo right. Shorts. Now, this is by some. Uh, this is by some uh, Ukrainian people. Okay, and they're they're you know how people you know how people who are are not from America do stuff like uh, go outside and like walk around and stuff. I've heard that. They're like, oh, check out this mountain over here. <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. Where's that one from? Is that Ukrainian? I don't know. Wherever. Wherever. So okay. this is like a this is like a product for those guys, right? This is a pair of shorts with a solar panel in the leg of them. So you're out walking around, you get a little uh, spark in your shorts. If you need like uh, to charge your phone on the mountain or something, right? You get a spark in your shorts to charge your phone on the mountain. Yeah, of course. That that makes sense. Are you, are you reading directly from the Ukrainian well, written page? Or at least this is your inner monologue. This is what you think in your brain. Well, did you like it or did you think it was stupid? <laughs> I thought it was really good. <laughs> the most environmentally friendly shorts in the world made from 100% hemp fabric, perfect for travel and everyday life. So, I like um, I like the hemp. Don't you like hemp as a as a fabric? I know I know you like its I know you like its cousin, the mysterious What does that, that mean? The you know the uh, the much ballyhooed plant you know that's very it's quite smokable I hear uh, I know you like that stuff um, but I I think hemp as a fabric is is pretty good Do you have any hemp stuff like a hemp I don't I don't have any hemp stuff Are you okay <laughs> uh, Now around the uh, the world there's a fight for environment So these are environmentally friendly shorts These are made from sustainable mm-hmm. hemp fabric I've never had a hemp fabric clothing in my life it's pretty nice man it's 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 light it's breathable it is eco-friendly i think because it grows like a weed um funny uh it uh it it's like i think it's like bamboo in that sense like it's just gonna grow a lot you know just grow wherever it'd be cool be kind of a cool thing to do Um, i had a wool sweater one time yeah and uh got wet got rained on smelled like a wet dog that, yeah, that makes sense. It comes from animals, so that makes a lot of sense that it would do that. I look around like, what's, what's that stink? What's that stink going on, you know? And it was, you. was me. You were Turns the stink. Me. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> I, everybody called me uh, stink man in school. Everyone called you stink man? 
Yeah. You were wearing a wool sweater? The whole four years or whatever. Did you really have a wool sweater? Yes. Yes. Why? I don't know. That's weird, man. Um, did you see this part where they're like, uh, I'm trying to figure out the mechanics of this because people are hearing, here comes stink man. There goes stink guy with a stinky shirt. They wouldn't even call it a sweater. Yeah. Cause it's long sleeves, right? Um, yeah. I'm looking at the mechanics of this, uh, this solar panel. People hear solar shorts. Okay. It's really only one panel on the thigh that is a solar panel, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's not there the whole time. It, like, can come in and out of the... Right? Where is it coming? Is it coming from behind him? Is it in a pocket somewhere? It, like, it shows the yeah, guy... it slides out. It slides out from a pocket Which so is, that it, they can activate in the sun? Is that what it's doing? It's just like a mechanic that, I guess, why would you need... <laughs> If you're going to do it, can you not just leave it in there the whole time? Or is the idea that it's not comfortable to wear it so you can take it out sometimes? In which case, that maybe seems to go against the shorts being yeah. good to wear, right? I mean, wouldn't you have to be like in direct sunlight to capture like the most sunlight? <laughs> wouldn't it stand a reason that you would have to be walking wouldn't facing it, the sun at all times? You would have to be like laying down on a rock, right? Like a lizard just basking. Which, don't get me wrong, that's awesome. That sounds, that sounds great. I mean... Hey, if you want to bask, go for it. Yeah. Don't let me stop you. Yeah, if you want to bask, just stay away from tigers, okay? Because we all know <laughs> what's been going on with that uh, of yeah. late. Yeah. Hope you're enjoying this joke in uh, 2022. Carol Baskin, the all right. Tiger King. Tiger King on Netflix. It's 2020. Okay. Just put a big stamp on that. It's, uh, in the other, the women version of it, I guess women like smaller pants than men. So these actually don't, the women pants don't have the panel inside. They just have a little battery you can clip on your shorts, which is, I would say, true of all other shorts, right? Yeah. What's so special about that? Nothing. That's just just a solar battery. It's just a little solar panel thing. Portable solar panel thing. They're still hemp, which is fine, but uh, that's that's weird. It's, what's interesting about this, I find, is how expensive it is, Mike, because this is not cheap at all. I, they look cheap as hell, but they're not cheap. The Eco Shorts yeah. for men, along with a solar power storage... Oh, no, rather, that's women. The women's shorts with solar power storage are $130. And, and the men's is $154. Well, that's Canadian. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's keep it in the same currency so everybody can understand. I mean, right? I mean, why Why are we even doing this if we're not going to? I mean, honestly, seriously. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, let's, let's open Fuck up our eyes a little bit and let's, let's try to read. Asshole. You know? Uh, I mean, it's... Just, all right, well, if, and plus if you pledge uh, $182. No. Canadian. Again. $130. All right. This okay. garbage. This sucks. I think, what's your takeaway from this? My takeaway is I wouldn't like to have a big piece of plastic on my shorts. That's my takeaway from it. Right. Other than that, right. I don't think I have an issue. Right. Um, but maybe, you know, the outdoorsy, like I said, the outdoorsy uh, guys over there and 
you know. Mike, I got another fucking email from the fucking track phone service. What is going on? What's the email you're getting? It's what from it it's from a phone number and it's it's track phone, but they keep emailing me, dude. I don't know what it is. Is it a scam? Why am I getting scammed by track? It's the same phone number, too. Hey, it's me, Gracie. Just wanted to talk to you and see what you wanted to do. And then a few minutes later, hello? It's going to my fucking email. What am I doing? Am I on the well, fucking dark web, dude? What happened? <laughs> reply to it. How? It's an email. It's a text. What do you mean? What's the number? All right. You want to cut this off and tell me the number? No, I'll tell you later. I want to talk to Gracie. That's what I want. It um, sounds like a... It sounds like a... It sounds real, huh? I don't know. Yeah. I don't so, know. Uh, recently I've been, I wanted to get a new pair of jeans and I went online. I'm like, how to measure myself for jeans. So I got out the, the, you know, the, uh, it's not a tape, it's a measuring tape, not tape measure. Those are different. I got the measuring tape fabric, out. Fabric measure, right? Yeah, exactly. So then I'm like measuring my inseam and all this shit. And, uh, I hope to have some pants that fit well very soon. And I, and I think the key to that will not be having a massive plastic pouch on the front of them. Because if that, if my pants come in, I'll say this. If my pants come in and there's mm-hmm. a big like garage door full of solar uh, material on the front of it, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like I wasted my time. You going to send them back or no? Depends on the I return. Won't, I won't send them back. Look, if, if, <laughs> if I've got a box around, you know, I'm going to turn this into some big fucking. All right. Uh, that was good, Mike. Thanks for doing it. Thank you for being you. Uh, this is a special day today, so I just think it's awesome just to be able to. To hang Bizarre. out with you. Bizarre. Wall anew. Repair, restore, rehang. This is a repair kit to fix holes in damaged drywall. Restore the load-bearing strength and rehang fixtures in the original location. This is sort of like, um, it is a putty-like project, okay? Um, this is a DIY home homemaker-style project that I think people are going to be interested in because this is relatable. And I'll tell you why it's relatable after we watch the video. Here we go. Well, of course, they've got this music. We've moved around multiple times in the last 16 years. Our most recent move was into a foreclosed home where the prior residents clearly took out their frustration into the walls, tearing fixtures like toilet paper holders, closet shelving, and towel racks. I would say an unnecessary shot at the people who used to live in your house. Foreclosed. Yeah. Fucking. That's nasty. I mean, look. I don't I don't know. I don't know if you're a bad guy for buying a foreclosed house. I don't know that that yeah, makes you a bad person necessarily, but you can't gloat about it. You, you can't know? go in there and be like, "Oh, these people did not take care of their home." Yeah. Look, I think there may be some circumstances. Jesus. <laughs> look at these I, shitty poor people f- uh, fixtures they put in here. Oh, were you Jesus mad at Christ. the bank? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Like of all t- of all times to be making a video saying that too when it's That's like so, good. so many people are in that position that the that they're that the government may actually do something about it at some point like that's how many people it's affecting is it can no longer be we purchased the ignored. second home in an upcoming neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> and the previous owners were clearly poor <laughs> well i don't know it seems like a tasteless addition to the video but the point is there were holes in the wall maybe just say there's holes in the wall if i was going to redo this i would just do the maybe holes in the wall thing and her contention in this video is that for instance you know we're talking about 
Uh, we're talking about you, you hang stuff up in your house. We're not talking about pictures necessarily. You can put a picture anywhere, but we're talking about fixtures, right? So you got some curtains to hang up. You got a towel rack. You've mm-hmm. got um, a toilet paper holder. These things are going to pretty much go right where they need to go, right? Yeah. In my case, the toilet paper holder goes right next to the toilet. I've noticed in your home, you actually you actually did mount it in the kitchen. And it's sort of an imp- it's it's not what I would have done. And it's it's really high up. It's very high up. I would say almost to the ceiling. I don't know what. I, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what I was thinking with that one. I well, you were. I think you were distracted when you were planning this whole thing out. Well, you don't realize this. You stand the, I had up the and, music on and just in the zone. I think when I when I'm over there and I'm taking a big gnarly shit in your bathroom. And I walk out and I do the thing where you walk with the pants around your ankles, of course. <laughs> Dropping doo-doo everywhere. The yeah. doo-doo's coming out of my butt and getting all over the place. And I think it, a lot of it's getting squeezed in between my cheeks as well. Just because I Bro, have to stand up. Your yeah. doo-doo. I'm, I'm like, at it. <laughs> but for most people, it's just going to go where it needs to go. And moving it around is maybe a little bit weird. So when you patch something up, it's not going to have that same structural integrity. A lot of the stuff's going right in the drywall. You're not hitting a stud with your towel rack. So what are you going to do? That's why they came up with this solution. ...device that could be easily inserted in the hole that could hold a straw and repair material. And this material needed to be able to hold weight. This is where our unique idea was born. Wallanoo is our solution to this common home repair challenge. Our inflatable device sits perfectly inside a wall, and because you can control how much you inflate the device, this can easily repair holes next to studs and other tight places. We experimented with a lot of... Now let me explain. I'm going to go dad mode a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. It's time to get into my dad bag here and explain to people how to repair a so drywall. What, what, real quick, what they're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to put this thing inside of the hole in the wall and inflate it. Yeah. Uh, between the the drywall, yes, and, and the, the studs. back of the and the studs, yeah, and and then you and then they're saying to to patch it up. Then you like shove that. a bunch of goop in there. Here's the problem with drywall repair, and I've been doing a lot of this lately around the house because we're yeah. painting, we're taking stuff down, we're putting stuff up. It leaves holes in the wall. It just does. Okay, it just does. Especially if you got wall anchors in there. You know, there's a lot of stuff to consider when it comes to repairing a drywall. You can't just put that that dry decks on there and call it a day. All right. Sometimes you got big holes where you moved your networking ports around. You got to get the patch out. You know, there's a lot that goes into this, Mike. This is serious. I want you to listen so you can learn. (laughs) So when you've got a big hole, it's over. It's over a couple inches. You can't just patch it up because there's no structural. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> something funny and about I that? Do. And I do. Something funny about that, Hale? <laughs> so you can't just patch it up because you're not going to be able to use it anymore. It's just it's like glue. You can't put a screw in there. So what you do is you get out a scrap piece of wood, you secure it between the studs, that gives you an anchor point, then you patch it up, okay? You get some sheetrock, you screw it in, you tape the seams, you do the whole thing, right? But a lot of people don't want to fuck with that. They want an easy solution. Well, I got news for you. Not everything's easy in this life. Yeah. Okay. If you want, hey, you want, you want it to uh, look good, or you want it to be easy, pick or ch- one of them or cheap. Or cheap. Pick two. 
Pick two of them. Pick, I mean, pick three, but you're not going to, you know, you ain't going to get it, you know? I mean, uh, so this is what they say. They say, how do we do this without getting the two by four in there? They have this little inflatable ball. You shove the ball in there. You blow it up. It sticks between the studs. Then you shove a bunch of goo in there. That provides the backing that you can then putty over with your wall putty, okay? It's that simple. Now. Do nine you... months later, you got a baby. Hey. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. I'm kidding. Relax. It's a joke. Relax, dude. Take it easy. Here's the problem. Okay. 36 bucks is what it's going to cost you to get the starter kit at 20% off. Okay, so they're talking $40 plus for this kit in a normal situation. Um, I don't know if the... If, <laughs> I don't know if it's worth it to me not to go find a scrap piece of wood and, and screw it into the studs. I think, um, and then you've got this, like, balloon, like, sitting in your wall. Yeah, is that going to deteriorate? Or, or, or what? what if some rat comes up and bites it and fucking explodes a hole in your wall like uh, Looney Tunes? Or rat something. guts everywhere, just like in Looney Tunes. <laughs> I, I guess if you did, if it did pop, then there wouldn't, there wouldn't be any support anymore for the epoxy. And it probably would pull the epoxy off the wall. And whether that would damage your wall or not, I guess, depends on the installation. But it might. Uh, in our opinion, folks, not worth the risk. Do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Log on to this old house. Slash. This old Jesse. house does have a lot of good they stuff. They do on. have a lot of good stuff on there. I was watching a video the other day of, of them. Uh, they took a door off the hinge, and then they turned it around so that it would open up the other way because they had a, a split-level house, which... Look, it's not my favorite house type, but there's a lot of houses out there that are split level. And if you've got the door opening into the foyer, right where you have to decide if you're going to go up or down, it's really, it's not a good situation. So what you do is you flip it, but it's not just as easy as flipping the hinges around because the whole frame is made to accommodate the door going the other direction. So you got to pop the frame off and redo the whole thing. I've been trying to find a guide on how to get rid of rats. I got a big rat problem in here. I've been, you know what I've been doing? I got a piece of wood with a nail on the end of it so i just hit him on the head with it every time i see one how big is here, here how big is the rat you got the one i'm the one i'm uh dueling with right now it's pretty yeah. considerable jf it's about the size of a small house cat in fact my house cat is actually smaller than this rat just okay so so she's no help He's zero help, you know, and frankly, I'm scared because he's got a he's got a real mean look to him, JF. He doesn't. He's got the uh, uh, something about his eyes. He's got priors. Something about his eyes. I do not trust him. All right. Well, that was the wall of new Mike made five hundred thirty six bucks of two hundred. Uh, sorry, twenty five thousand. I'm tired, Mike. I'm tired. People aren't going to know. We took in a long break in between recording here. There's no way people will know, except for no, that I just no. said it. But I'm tired now, and I looked at the number, and it looked like a bigger number than I thought it was. But it's only 25000 It's not 200 It's not $2 million billion. It's not, you know... What's another big number? Just give me one. I'm too tired. Give me another big number. 24. 25. Yeah. 26. Well, okay. That's actually... It's lower than... it's Okay. Uh, 24 days to go on that. I think you were, you were just looking at that, weren't you? You just saw a 24 on the, but you just said 24 because it was on the page. That's what I was looking at, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the wall anew. Uh, Mike, what is the, uh, what's the, what's the next fucking thing you got over there? We already did, we did one, 
You'd think that'd be enough, but no, there's more. Go on. I got something called the Fresh Clean Air Shield. Fresh Clean Air Shield. Now, uh, this 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 uh, this thing. You got the co- uh, coronavirus going around. You know, and everybody's looking around and saying, "Hey, how can I be safe?" I don't want to be. This, gl- uh, I don't. I don't want to be glib. I don't want to be glib about this, Mike. Yeah. But you know, I, I was just thinking that maybe because you see all these people, they're they're at Subway with their rocket launchers and stuff because of freedom and and, and all that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, what if we renamed the virus something that has to do with Subway? Could that, could we do something? Could we just call it like first pitch Subway virus? Could we call it that? I think Subway would get mad. You think the Subway would have a problem with that? The Italian yeah, it's bad enough. It's bad enough the Corona people were like, you know, hey, you know. Oh, that's true. I don't. I don't think I would want people who worked at Subway to lose their jobs, obviously. But I would like Subway to go away. I don't want I don't want people to have the choice of eating at Subway anymore. So if we could call it like the BMT virus, then we yeah. get rid of the virus and we get rid of Subway because people are like, Ugh, I'm not eating the BMT. What does it even stand for? Shouldn't it be BLT? Like, yeah, it should be. You would think that, but it's actually... It's not. Meatball tomato. Right. Isn't it? Isn't it? No, I think it's big meaty trio. I think it doesn't even. It doesn't have any that relation. Sucks. To, doesn't that suck? That's why I'm saying let's get rid of them. Call your thing that. That sucks. And they fucking they put yoga mats in the bread. First of all, that's one thing. Yeah. And and that's no. I don't want to eat that crap. Doesn't even taste good. And then on the other thing is some people think they they pump bread smell out of like a box in the back. Do you think they do that? What does that mean? Like they pump. Like they have artificial... That's the first time I've ever heard that. What the I've hell are you talking this. about? I've heard this. I've heard that they have a box in the back, and it's hooked up to the air conditioning, and they pump out the bread smell so that when you're walking by, you go, damn, that bread smells good. And then you get in there, it's yoga mat. Bait and switch. Well, I don't know about that. I know that they actually make the bread, so... <laughs> well, I'm just saying. the benefit of the doubt. You well, know how still, I know they, that because they gotta go down. a long time ago, I had this. We had this friend who had uh, worked at Subway, and we would always go in and get free stuff from him. You know, because uh, you know everybody loves to rip off their employer for their friends. It's a big hoot. Yeah, I love doing that. And um, so, like, he would always give us free stuff, and then we went in there one time. He's like, "It's actually they're counting the bread or whatever." Oh, that so, sucks. Like, they're clamping down, you know. Yeah. So I just had him put a bunch of lettuce in one of the plastic gloves. <laughs> and I just ate that. That was just because that's just because you could just because you felt like you were used yeah. to stealing. So you're like, I got to steal I'm, something. I'm taking something. And, you know, I drove over here, you know, <laughs> can I get a pen? <laughs> um, I can remember we would have card nights. We have poker nights over at my house, and a buddy of mine would work. Uh, he worked at Pizza Hut or one of the pizza places, I guess. And he said at the end of the day, they just they they got whatever uh, dough was sitting out, and then just piled everything they wanted on it and baked it and just took it wherever. So at the end of the night, he'd clock out with like three huge pizzas with every topping and the joint on there. Yeah. And head over, and we just we'd go pig style on just fucking <laughs> barbecue, bacon, meatball. You know, pepper, all this shit, just leftover dough. And I guess now they'd probably shoot you in the street for doing that. Yeah. 
but uh, I don't know. I never worked food service. My other my other friend worked at Dairy Queen, and he was like, "Yeah, don't go in there. Sometimes we open up the freezer and piss in the corner." I was like, "Why do you do that?" I was like, I don't know. What's that all about? I don't know. He was older than me, so I was like, "Well, I guess there must be a reason." Must be an old guy thing. Old guy. Yeah, he was like he was like <laughs> seventeen and a half. I was like, "Well, I guess." He was like uh he was like sixty eight, he was my friend <laughs> in high school that I had. Ah oh, shit. This is the fresh clean air shield. Everybody's uh, you know, everybody nobody wants to get that virus going around. It sounds nasty. It d- yeah. But then again right. the flu kills I mean more people Uh-oh. every year. So uh oh it's like So this guy <laughs> created a clean air shield for your face. You know, if- if we wanted to get more popular, we'd start saying shit like that. If we yeah. wanted to get way more popular, we need to start saying some dumb, dumbass shit like that. And then just keep saying it and, like, do, like, a video where, like, the text of what we're saying pops up under our face while we're making some kind of dumbass fucking face sitting at a table or something. I think that's what people like. Yeah. I feel like we s- said something stupid ever, but... <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, it's never happened on this show. Well... I'll so, just keep being a truth warrior. This one's by James PQ. Now, I know what you're saying, Mike, James PQ, that sounds awful familiar. Well, you're right, you old dog. You have a memory like a sharp, you know. What? what? Whatever. Finish it. Tack, like a sharp tack. Your memory is that of a sharp tack. Episode 125, Worm Burgers. Who names these goddamn things, you know? This guy came up with uh, something called the Fire Kill Line, if you remember that. Yes, I do remember that. I remember that. that. That's one of the ones that always sticks out to me because it's ambitious, is it not? I really think that that's probably the most ambitious project I think we've ever had on the show. Fire Kill Line. Guy wanted to uh, create uh, sprinkler systems. Well, to, fire, to fire suppression technology. <laughs> he I mean, sprinkler system is a little bit. Let them around the town or whatever. But he wanted to put them on every pa- on every power line, every highway, yeah. every building, like anywhere that that anything could ever happen. He wanted his patented fire suppression system mounted on it, and it was just a really ambitious project, I guess, from a guy who seems quite uh, thoughtful. Just, I mean. Ready to ready to go whenever something pops off like uh, yeah. those wildfires. So I got an idea, you know. Now this you know fucking, what, you know who this guy is. I I think this will make sense to people who are are not seeing this guy and have not seen his other his many other projects. Here's who this guy is. You remember the guy from uh uh oh fuck what's the now what's the goddamn movie Tremors? You remember the guy from Tremors, the non Kevin Bacon guy? Yes, the the man who was married to Reba McIntyre. Yes, that's this guy. Yeah, that's this guy. Unfortunately, that movie ends up proving that guy right like several times. I guess like every movie is that. Are you talking about the opposite? Let's look. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the prepper guy. Okay, the guy who everyone agrees is nuts, and then it turns out actually he was right to have this compound with all this special uh, graboid. Technology, dynamite. And Michael shit. Gross played. Uh, What's the character's name in the movie? Bert Gummer. Bert. Yeah, Bert. 
Good, good series of films if you haven't watched them. Tremors. Feels like something that Mike would... Mike, that's a Mike movie, but but, but Jesse's recommending it. Isn't that weird? That's strange. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll do the... I'll do... Hey, check out the Doodoo Man. Super Doodoo Man. He's in the theater and he flies around, you know? I'm doing a U movie. He's in the theater? James P.Q. This one's got things all over the page. This, this is... I'm not... Claiming this will uh, replace any medical device. A lot of CYA, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I can read between the lines there. Cover your beep. (laughs) Guys, I mean, the design of this thing that he has is truly, truly, truly stupid. And I can't wait for you to see it. It's, I mean, it's it's extremely awful. The video is awful also. The video is is the classic video of an insane guy, so it's not going to come through perfectly on on audio. But the the mix of I would say, um, the mix of shadows on the font, uh, of highlighting in the weird uh, text that he has all over the place, the it's stock it would, images. It looks like what you would see on like Truth Point or something. <laughs> it actually does. This this does have a Truth Point vibe to it. Um, here I'll hit play. This is the big disclaimer section that he's... It's like a rainbow scene for some reason. Um, and here we go. Welcome to Jimmy James and Company's campaign, the Fresh Clean Air Shield. The Fresh Clean Air Shield filter system is a must-have in these unprecedented times. He goes on Fiverr to get the more than narration, I think. Air is not good for the human body. James PQ's design is for pollution and pollen. So it's got a filter on it. James has produced his filter using materials from both the N95 mask and the HEPA filter, getting double the protection. The two things you basically cannot get anywhere now, he's taken apart and combined in his garage and put over a... What is this? Is this like a hairdresser's doll? Is that what you would describe this as? I mean... It's like a, it's like a fucking helmet with a a vacuum filter on it. Yeah, <laughs> a face mask. There's a vacuum filter. It looks like a welder's mask, basically. It looks but like it has a shit. fan taped to the top of it. You know, when Marty McFly goes to see the doc for the first time, and he's got the fucking thing on his head. It looks like that goddamn thing. Yeah, isn't that a welder's mask? What I just, what I just said. No. I'm talking about the electricity hat that he has on, bird brain. Okay, it's been a while since I've seen it. As you see, I'm outside. This should be a public area that I'm in. But because of the coronavirus, everything is shut down. I'm outside breathing in clean, fresh, filtered air with my air shield system, as you see. It's lightweight, compact, easy to use. But the main thing, I'm breathing clean, filtered air. <sighs> so, product recap. Again, this will be a super lightweight. Con- so the thing about this is, is it's it is like a welder's mask, and it only covers the front of your face. And, yeah, and the filter is on the t- the brim the of the cap. On top. It's blowing air down your face to yeah. to blow straight particles away from your face but it's blowing clean filtered air 
through into your mouth, and yet right under your mouth and to the side of your face is completely unprotected. Yeah. So the idea that you would only be breathing air through the fan, the filter fan, I think is... I mean, the, the helmet is, I can't say it enough, it's so goddamn funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's walking down the street wearing it at one point in this yeah. thing. It's so yeah. funny. He's an interesting guy. But they, look, there are plenty of masks on here. There's plenty of other shit on here. Some these, you know, grifts and uh, fake products and all this other shit. This this is something he cooked up in his garage, and I think there's you know maybe nothing nothing completely nuts about it, other than he does want a million and a half dollars to produce it. I think uh, would be the maybe the first obstacle I think to market. You know. <laughs> Guy got uh, $1, a million and a half, one back, or 26 days to go. A lot of times when you're you're in a situation where you want to get some tips, you would, you'd go ahead and put a dollar in the jar just to get it greased up. Get just it so people can see. It right? works. Hey, it works. Look, I put a buck in. Yeah. See, this is what you do with this jar. This is not for, like, your spit. This Feel is free actually, to, this is for money. You know, pass it around and... I made a mistake one time. I was working at a place where I uh, was getting tips. I made the mistake. I put a $1,000 bill in there just to get it started. Mm-hmm. And I realized that was actually, a lot of people were, that was a turn off to them. Yeah. You know, to, to me, I was like, whatever, you know, you know, thousand bucks, not a big deal, put in the jar. But I guess a lot of other folks are saying, well, they seem set, you know, but that's, I learned my lesson. Yeah, because maybe they're like, oh, now I got to put one thousand and one dollars and kind of. Yeah, and it's it. like it's not necessary. Whatever you got left over, and then I put a little acute note on there. Tipping is not just a city in China. Mm. Yes. Which. It's not. I mean, it's not even. It's not. It's not even it's not that. Even. It's, it's but, type Taiping, I think. Yeah, and I le- I learned that in business college, so that's why I did that. Um, but a lot of people don't have that benefit, so. That was the fresh, clean air shield, pretty good. Um, James PQ, he's still out there grinding. That's what I like to see. Yeah. I like to see all my dogs getting fed, and my mans are out there grinding. We love a a king who is always on his grind, always getting work, always What's my next $1.5 million project to save the world? You know, that's awesome. Um, Hey, this might not save the world, but it might put a smile on your face. Because this is the Trump sonnets, Volume Five, his early virus monologues. Mike, before you before you said it, when you were like, "This will put a smile on your face," I said, "Yeah, right." And then you finished your sentence, and I was like, "Now okay. what? Now let me see that." Yeah, let me see them pearly whites. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, in yes. spite of himself, he does have a little bit. Oh, I think it's <laughs> creeping around the corner there, Mike. Yeah. All right, stop. I'm serious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, cross the line. Trump sonnets. Uh, this guy's been putting out Trump sonnets. Sonnets are also known as poems, I think. I uh, says, hey, uh, I'm Ken Waldman. And the day after the 2016 presidential election, I started writing about Donald Trump. Um, that's awesome. He didn't like have anything else to do. Um, mm-hmm. He had to do that. That's fine. Um, a few days later, I finished a poem, which was a sonnet few weeks later i wrote another after thanksgiving i got on a roll which led to a collection that ridgeway press published by the january 2017 inaugural so this guy turned around a book of poetry in like a month and a half or something um that's fine because i titled that first one trump sonnets volume one and calling it volume one was part of the joke 
But, you know, six months later, dot, 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 I finished volume two, another year, volume three, one more year later, volume four. You can read all about them and more at trumpsonnets.com. This is a free plug for this guy. Um, and he goes on to say how successful he's been writing poems. Uh, here's a letter he got from Paul Ferracano, who we all know. Uh, it says, uh, finish the manuscript and I dig it eventually. Thanks for sharing it with me. This guy, by the way, if you don't know, wrote Things That Go Trump in the Night, uh, which is a book about Donald mm. Trump. Um, things That Go Trump in the Night. Uh, this is also poems, poems of treason and resistance. So this guy's he's also got a poetry book about Donald Trump. Um, they said art was going to get really good under Trump, and I guess I'm kind of we're this seeing what that they meant. Yeah. bear fruit now. Yeah, a lot of poems. Uh, he says, many favorites, but some that really made me laugh. Th- number 306, Bill O'Reilly. Number 317, Doctors. Number 325, Golf. Number 339, Pillow Guy. Number 345, Mike Pence side. So this guy, what he's done here to convince you that it's good is put some put some favorites from some other guy, but not say what they are and just give you the numbers. Maybe that's good enough. Okay. You know, he's, he says it's a quick read, which... You know, I'm not the biggest well, book guy in the world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you do you want to say that your book is a quick read? Is that good? <laughs> is that good actually to be this a is quick, not gonna, quickly this read? This is not going to take you very long at all. This is actually a big piece of shit. So you say quick read, and it's like that. That makes me feel like you think it's a burden to do. Like, yeah. can you come help me with this real quick? That's what you say. Help it's me a quick with this. Read. It's a quick read. Why buy it? Why yeah. would I? Yeah. Um, let's see. Seems he, like he goes skip on. It. The dream poems are the cleverest, funniest, and most ironic, and are there, as I see it, to help remind me to get a handle on reality. So he's got poems about this guy's, about Trump's dreams or whatever. Um, I'm trying to find some examples of the uh, the sonnets. Okay, but we'll just get to the point here. He wants twenty five bucks for a signed copy of the sonnets. Um, and does he ever publish one for free so you can see, you know, can we can we get an idea of some of the sonnets? He has a live show he does. He says Trump sonnets or how I've taken on Donald Trump and one. This is the this is a theater piece that he produced out of an essay. I mean, this is just fucking exhausting, dude. Go to his website and look at uh, Trump sonnets volume 1. He has videos of them. He has videos of the sonnets? Yes. I can't fucking... He's got tour dates. What the fuck is this? Wednesday, July 8th, he'll be in uh, Regina, Saskatchewan. Um, He says, Definitely looking forward to my first appearance in Saskatchewan, which unfortunately is canceled due to COVID-19. Probably could have taken that part out. Oh my God, listen to this shit. Donald Trump, Dream 8. We were served plates of the most tender veal. The plates kept coming and we kept eating. We had the best table, the first seating of the evening. A beautiful meal. I sat with Ivanka and Eric real close together. What the fuck are you doing? I'm not... I'm not going to wake up and be a poetry critic tomorrow or anything. But doesn't it Five seem like... Five books of this? Five books of a guy just writing about Trump and his family and like his weird it's not even funny Mm-mm. here's Trump sonnet number 352 I am lucky Ivanka married Jared who has proven himself a real asset in the White House he never once forgets his place 
and he's good in trade talks. I've said, I see myself in him, so he's instead of me in some situations. I let Jared know I put trust in him to set great policies. We'd be getting cheated without his steady hand, which makes sure all runs smoothly. He's made some big mistakes here in this crisis, but so have hospitals, doctors, and world leaders. Jared's career has been quite stellar. Ivanka says he's as perfect and loving as her daddy. Is this guy like... Are you... For real? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Is, I mean, he, bizarre, he, man. he is supposed to be... He's supposedly anti-Trump, right? Yeah. But he's not even doing, like, the weak resistance stuff of, like, ah, what a bigly president I am, or whatever. Yeah. Like, at least do that shit if you're gonna if you're gonna fucking talk about him for hours and hours. Just drivel. Just, I mean, this might as well just be like a newspaper clipping that he just like put. He just <laughs> moved some words. I mean, this just sucks. It does suck, JF, and that's why it's on the show. That's where we got the name of show. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this guy's uh, problem is. Let's see. What do you said? There were videos. I'd like to play a video of him doing. It. I just don't. I don't see them on his fucking website. Yeah, they're on his site there. Uh, um, well, I need the I need the fucking help. Trump I need to go to the help page. Scroll down. Need Click help. On Trump sonnets volume one. Okay. Scroll down. Oh my god! There's, there's the so videos. much scrolling. Oh, okay. So maybe he'll do it better than I did it. Here we go. Uh, okay. Wait, is he playing a fucking? What am I missing here? Why is he playing an instrument? I don't know. He's fiddling. <laughs> well, there's Trump Sonnets Volume 1 in the first 50 days. I've already completed Trump Sonnets Volume 2, which is subtitled 33 Commentaries, 33 Dreams. It's coming out in early 2018, but I have some preview poems, and here's one. It's called Trump by the Book. Challenges what a common thesaurus can do. Lame-brained, schizo, preposterous, bugged out, imbecilic, dense, ludicrous, one and only Trumpist dinosaurus. Shuddersome snake sneaking on golf courses. Ghoulish, disgusting, raunchy, ominous, unprincipled, unfilled, unscrupulous, ungracious, unmannerly, a chorus of canards, whoppers, deceits, harrowing, abnormality, gruesome dingling. Wacko, weirdo, flake, coop, crank, malignant, scurrilous, grabby, baneful, repugnant, redefines, okay. polluted, wow. perverse, synthetic, unprofessional. That I was mean, a bigger bummer than I thought. What's, I'm going to play this one. What's this next one? Trump Sonnets, Volume 1, The First 50 Days, from Ridgeway Press of Roseville, Michigan. To Donald Trump from Seattle. It's one thing, Donald, to run a private business. You've shown you can do as you want with paperwork and employees. You can't do the same as a public servant. It doesn't work, Donald. Watchdogs will never quit hounding you because it's their government job to examine such things. All right, bro. I can't do five and a half minutes of yeah. you talking like that. <laughs> that 
that's like I mean I know, people tell us all the time they will put on our show and go to sleep and mm-hmm. I have and I feel I guess overall I feel neutral about that I mean would I would I like to be the kind of show where people feel like they're on a fucking roller coaster laughing their guts out I mean that would be cool I guess I think some some do feel that way I've never seen anyone say that to me the silent majority yeah but I think it's nice people can feel comforted. You know, they feel like they're hanging out with friends. They're not being intellectually challenged at all. It's enough. It's a nice mm-hmm. thing to be, you know, just drift off calm, relaxing vibes, chill vibes to work out. To, what, what is that? What's that YouTube channel? Chill, <laughs> chill vibes to, to work. Chill vibes to up. chill too. Just chilling. Yeah. Cool, cool time to chill um, to music. But this guy is fucking just. He's just ambient in, in human form. He he just about zonked me out. The fucking fiddle setting you up? Yeah, you gotta find something to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you'd be hurt. good at... You'd be really good at breaking bad news to people, I think. Oh, dude, actually, you your shit's all fucked up, but you gotta do something else. Sorry. What? Wait, what? What do you mean? Well, I can't do yeah, this anymore? Yeah, it sucks. No, sorry. It's all bad. I thought I was getting really good at this. <laughs> hey, your <laughs> wife, they tried to save her, but... Eh, you know, so... <laughs> what are you doing? What chilling? are you doing? <laughs> chilling. I'm listening to chill vibes to cool out and chill, too. <laughs> that's, that's Trump sonnets. I don't think... Look. I don't know what's going to take Trump down. Hey, is it going to be the demon crats or is it going to be Father Time himself? I don't know. I don't yeah. believe it will be poetry overall. But I'm going to start calling him Drumpf. I've decided. You're going to beat that drum and just see what happens? I'm going to say listen, you listen up. You think you can you think you're all that in a bag of chips. Right. Buster Brown. That's what I'll say to him. Right, I'll say it right to his face too. I don't give a shit. Then hit him with the drum and just watch him. Just what he'll probably yeah. freaking he'll probably explode and Cheeto dust will get everywhere, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've already mic dropped though, so I don't I don't give a shit. I'm out of there. You know. Yeah, you did. You did the mic drop. You turned around. You're not even looking at the explosion. <laughs> you're eating bacon. That's awesome. Uh, Mike, what is your last one? I know what it is, but they don't know what it is. What's your last one? I can read it right now. It's on the sheet. I can click on it myself and do whatever I want with it. I can delete it and even, and we won't have a show. Don't freaking delete it, dude. I okay. need it for work. Okay. It's a this work thing. Janitor Squad 1. Janitor Squad 1. Seriously dark humor. Three misguided janitors destroy lives, friendships, and common decency. At a mega shopping mall run by a twisted businessman. Okay. This looks completely insane, just right out of the gate. Is the software that they use to draw South Park, like, free now? That's the only reason I can figure for a lot of this shit. Doesn't it... Aren't all these cartoons this type of thing where it's like... I I guess I would have called it cel-shaded at one point, but I guess that's not what it is, right? I don't know. It's tr- it's drawn in a particular style. It's drawn in a in a yeah kind of a web comic type style. Yeah, that's um, true. Not as professional as something like South Park or whatever, but 
Well, South Play Park this. has come a long way, of course, and plus it's funny. Play this uh, video, JF. Alright. Oh my god. Wow. What the hell is this crap supposed to be anyway? It's horrible. Back in Nam, we had the best baked beans. I couldn't tell you. I was dodging the draft at the time. Down in Chihuahua, I was cooking TCP for a black bag. Hey, shitheads. Where's the fucking toilet at? God damn it. Can a man eat his goddamn lunch in peace? Did you read, buddy? The signs on his door says janitor's office. This one. Please report to section G ladies room. The brand of beans is called Queef. Did you catch that? <laughs> I didn't see that. That's extremely funny. I want to see what happens with the lady's toilet. Jesus H. Christmas. This is going to be a goddamn nightmare. So you called janitorial. What can I help you with? Well, isn't it obvious? What? Can't you smell it? Oh, I smell it and see it. But the real question is, why did you call janitorial? Look, you jerk. You're a janitor. My store pays you to clean up this mess. So get to work. Is that right? You should have read the lease better, because the only mess that I have to clean in this store is your bathroom. Look, I'll pay you ten bucks. Ten bucks is a slap in the mouth. What kind of offer is that? You even called me a jerk. I don't take these things lightly. Look, I'll give you fifty. We're getting there. How about we... Look, lady, the puke on your store's floor is your problem. You deal with it. Man, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Am it's I nuts? so bad. <laughs> that... That is... That's fucking weird. <laughs> it's like some... I don't know. Student film or some Student project or something. Super bad, huh? That's wild, man. Holy shit. Very funny. Not a big fan of the... Not a fan of the guy doing, <laughs> doing the black guy voice. Can't that be wasn't doing very that. good. That wasn't... That wasn't extremely good, no. <laughs> Wow, there's the whole. I mean, he's got the whole season sketched out. Yeah. So the the th it's a story about uh, janitors. I guess it is. I mean, it seems like they get into really everything, don't they? Yeah. Episode nine: Gordon, Howie, and Abe go on a camping trip they'll never forget. Howie gets an extraterrestrial friend. Gordon gets lost and hunted by Bigfoot, while Abe finds a cavern full of haunted Japanese treasure. Damn, I love when my treasure is Japanese. This is the third attempt at this Kickstarter. He did it twice before. It was called Mall World before. Do you want to watch? Do you want to watch the video for that one? For Mall World? Yeah. Is it different than this? I don't know. I think it is actually. Okay, so he decided that, like, the big hit of Mall World was 
the janitors and yeah. was like, well, they need a spinoff. They tested well. <laughs> okay, let's see what Mall World is. Hello, good people. Okay, that's the first thing you can't do right there. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. You cannot do that part. Hello, <laughs> the world, and welcome to the Mall World animated series. I'm Gordon, and this is Howie. Hello. And we're here to tell you about our animated series, Mall World. Give us money. You know, Howie, I don't think it works like that. How about give us money, please? Yeah, not like that either. We first need to tell everyone what the show is about. Our show, Mall World, follows the adventures of three crazy janitors. That being myself, Howie, and Abe, who couldn't make it today because, well, animation costs money. Mall World follows the adventures of three crazy janitors who work in a mall run by evil madmen. Our adventures are so totally insane, you'll need to bring a fresh pair of underwear with you every time you watch an episode. That's pretty- Okay. <laughs> That's so you know pretty good. What do you think? I think that when I encounter something like this, I I wonder I really marvel at how the person who did this could it does not we don't have anything in common. There's not a single thing that we have in common. <laughs> I could not relate to this person at all. I mean, maybe if we were, like, eating the same sandwich, we could look at it and go, good sandwich, huh? Or bad sandwich, right? And then maybe we'd say, yeah, but... Mall no. world. We're crazy mall guys. I don't... To get that far down the road uh... of, like... <laughs> and I've never animated anything. Like, I'm sure that fucking takes so much work. Even if you do have a program, you're just, like, shoving shit in. Like, you know... You know the feeling you get when you organize your desktop and you like delete the files you don't need, you put the ones you do need in a folder, you rename yes. the folder, all this stuff. That's a good feeling, right? Love that. Love that. Animating a show is probably at least 100 times more work than doing that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And to go down that whole list of shit and then you end up with Mall World or Janitor Squad, I mean, I don't know how you just wouldn't just go, I give up. Yeah. How could you not? That's just like... That's fucking pushing the the rock up the big hill every day. You okay. finally get the rock all the way up the hill. And they go, hey, you, uh, well, you you created Mall World. And you just lay down and die. Mm-hmm. It looks like uh, there was this old uh, cartoon series called College University. It looks exactly like that. Very rudimentary, oh, okay. very... I mean, not to put the guy down or nothing. No, because I but can't do it. Does it does suck? I can't do anything. <laughs> you can draw better than this. You could draw better. You couldn't no. do anything else, but you could draw better than this. The characters are sort of like a like a low res version of uh, the Garfield, the people that live in the Garfield universe. Yeah, they have those big Garfield eyes or whatever. I believe he learned to draw like tracing a Garfield book, which Probably. is more than I can do, certainly. But I wouldn't, I don't think I would do this. This is not for me. Well, I don't think that it is for anyone because it, it only has one dollar, one backer, 30 days to go. So, yeah. Probably Did not the lady ever get off the toilet? Oh my God, I just scrolled through all the way to the end and she died. <laughs> I got to, I went down to nine minutes and 40 seconds and there's a big, like, 
There's a dead uh, body with a bunch of blood all over the floor. So I guess she died. Sad. All of the all of the businessmen are in the toilet. Yeah, let's see. Oh, here we go. Hang on. Two hours will be deducted from your pay because of this little incident. That was her head falling from the ceiling. Okay, so she exploded before that. Hang on. Let's see. Let me, let me find where she died. Damn it! Please help me. Fire! Holy shit! My plan was way better. Lady, are you okay in there? Please, good sir. Hey, call the EMS. That's a negative. She's still stuck on that crapper. What are you assholes doing now? Why did them all just shake like that? You bastards are gonna get us all fired. I'm on my way there now. Oh, you better be present. What's going on here? What have you jerks done now? They were trying to get that lady unstuck from that toilet, and they're not having any luck. Sure, Gordon. Now the mall manager is on his way down right now. Get ready, we're all getting fired. I know it. Well, boss, you had a good run. I'm pretty sure you're the only one getting fired for this mess. They should have listened to me. William Barney, you have again disappointed me. <sighs> what the hell is going on in here? Report now. Sorry, sir, but my underlings got here before me and were taking care of this matter. I only arrived on the scene right before you did. Ah, yes, good. You just throw your staff under the bus right away. I like that tactic. Very spineless of you, William. Now get the hell out of my sight, you <laughs> yes man. Before I, I think we're almost there. Personal days, I'll take care of these janitors myself. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And take those old codgers with you. They're lifers anyway. Gentlemen, I have eyes and ears everywhere in this mall, and I know what truly happened here. I also heard Jesus Christ. earlier. Yeah, well, I'm right. a sick guy. I just want to get to the part where you explain why sure she's dead. Weapon three plants sounded good at the time. Look, I'm telling you. That happens in Lethal Weapon too. Hello, morons. Can I finish? Okay, Gordon. I like your plan. By now, this woman has suffered a lot of internal bleeding, and most of her organs are probably halfway down the toilet. For us here at the mall, that would mean a long and lengthy court battle with a giant out-of-court settlement and years of endless medical bills to pay. For us, a freak water main explosion... Think about how long this took to do this. A way smaller <laughs> we don't even want to listen yes. to it, and it took so long to do. Get the out of here. Really? This is so freaking awesome. Really? You white people are so completely insane sometimes. Uh. Bob, set an on the device. Yes, my master. Now, let us wait in the hallway, shall we? Okay. Remember, gentlemen, this is our little secret. And if you ever want to say anything about this little event, my friend Bob will pay you a visit and kill you in your sleep. Ah, yes. Okay. Now it's time to get back to work. Sounds... Okay, so they just killed her. Pretty good. I mean, that's funny. I was, um... <clears throat> you probably couldn't hear it because you had the volume up over there, but I was laughing... Yeah. You probably couldn't hear it over me laughing. Yeah. Probably. I had to guess. Probably. Yeah. Probably. All right. Last one, Mike. This one is called Bye Bye Virus. A fun game so that you can be safe and sane. This is, I gotta, I gotta say, it's probably the 500,000th um, virus game that's yes. been on here. People want yes. to play games. Um, you want to sit down. You want to have a, a board game time. You want to have board game time, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. that's fine. We did. We did it. We took a couple of cracks at a puzzle. You know, 
Two We've of us did, yeah. We could not figure it out. Ten-piece puzzle. I'm sitting here going, okay, I know there's something wrong. Yeah. It just, you know, it's confusing. You want to see the big picture, but... I know. And I'm looking at the box, and I'm saying, okay, find the corners. It's like, do we, are there even corners in this? And is it corners of the box, or is it corners of the room? Right. Would it, you know, it I, took us about six hours. We finally gave up. I, I couldn't even fit it back in the box. That was the most frustrating part. I couldn't figure out how to get it back in the fucking box. Just threw the whole goddamn thing away. Took it out <laughs> to the dumpster is enough. Um, but I guess some people are getting stuff out of uh, playing games. To, to me, to me, if I'm going to play a board game, a video game, whatever, doesn't it seem like you'd want the escape from the the circumstances? Yeah, yeah. Just for for psychological reasons, if it's if it's really weighing on you that you can't go outside, you can't do your normal routine, you know, there's all this stress and everything that's going on. Why hop back into it by saying, uh, don't forget to draw a card. Oh, it says you got to wash your hands three times or whatever. Like, is that, is that like a hoot to be like, ah, and now I'm doing it for the board game, not for the normal reason. Ha ha ha, you died. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> Your immune system compromised. Uh-oh. Yeah. You got the specific <laughs> virus that's killing a lot of people. Ha ha ha. Um, <clears throat> Your lungs are filled with fluid. Yeah. Go back to these spaces. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play this video. The story. Here's what. The, here's the first thing I want to say. Actually, the first thing I want to say. Weird red flag to me on this one. Uh, this person says, "World traveler, ice cream and game lover, armed with a degree in psychology. I am an aspiring armchair neuroscientist." Who loves to study how the brain works. Oh, that's not good. Doesn't that kind of throw up a flag for you of like, okay. Well, it can't be armchair at that, I would say. That's one of the things I feel like you, yeah, you have to actually be just the real version of it, I I think. Um, but Is uh, anyone here a doctor? I, I, I mess around. I, I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Here we go. But us creating a game, said bye bye virus, designed to keep people safe and sane, said bye bye virus. In this crazy world we are in today, said bye bye virus. Play this game that we have decided to name, bye bye virus. Hi, I'm Yasmin. Uh, low key a bop. First of all, yeah, it's a slapper. Um, the game itself is not just, it's more than just a great song. Uh, it says, as the world panic buys toilet paper, stocks their fridge with ice cream, and twiddles their thumbs, you find yourself stuck at home with not very much to do. Bye Bye Virus is a hilarious game that will help you, your family and friends bond over staying safe, sane, and having fun. If you're into card games, ice cream, or want to do some good, help us make this game a reality. So So ice cream actually is involved in this in a big way, because... That struck me as weird when she said that they put ice cream in the fridge or whatever. I, that wasn't what I was thinking people were buying, but that's fine. But then it's also this fucking Joe Biden thing is into ice cream as well. Like, they're making ice cream his brand, that he's an old man who eats ice cream. Yeah. And it fucking makes me hate ice cream, dude. I'm so sick of this shit. It's just... <laughs> I think fucking... I really do think this. This is my prediction for this. Fucking clip this shit and come back to it in eight months. I think they're about to turn ice cream... 
They're about to turn the fucking cone of vanilla ice cream into fucking bacon. Is what they're about to do with this shit. Yeah. They're trying to make this shit into bacon. Where you can't even like bacon without fucking seeming like an everyday carry guy. Like, I don't want this shit. I don't want to have ice cream associated with weird neoliberal politics. I want to get an ice cream cone and lick on it and be like, mmm, this is good. Without you thinking that, like, my foreign policy opinions suck or something. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Ice cream's good. Don't take this shit away from me. They did the one to, thing they I have in my pizza. life. They did it to cheese pizza. You can't have it anymore. Everybody's like, you have... You like cheese pizza. You're a, you're a Epstein. And I'm like, no, I'm not an Epstein. It's me. You just like plain pizza. No top. No top. Hot dog, right? no bun. <laughs> yeah. Just the classics. <laughs> Fucking wackadoo. <laughs> This is, how, this is how you play the game. You start out with three cards. You take turns drawing one card and choose to play one action. Your actions determine your fate. You play one of three options, okay? You can use one power card to see what life throws your way. You can discard three panic hoarding cards to steal one card or do nothing. Just like in life, you will face all sorts of crazy obstacles like empty supermarket shelves, panic buying things that won't save you, or, or deal with new regulations and much more. Um, and there's like a dinosaur suit. I don't really know what that is. Uh, but beware, just when you think you've won, you could lose a card if you broke quarantine and got caught by the police. Someone catches you touching your face. Um, you collect all five protect cards and shout bye-bye virus. That's how you win. So in order to win the game, you do have to actually say bye-bye virus, which is just, I mean, I'm not... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Um this is this game has been developed fully, you know, in lockdown in Singapore. So there there are going to be some differences like to them. I mean, maybe that rap song really was good. Like I if you correct for the location, maybe it's possible that that is good. Um maybe people are eating a lot of ice cream in Singapore. I don't know. But uh this one is not I'm not going to bust this out with the kiddos. Um and talk about let's see, let me try to zoom in on the card. They didn't they didn't do me the favor of giving me big resolution on the cards here, but uh, let's see. Uh, everyday everyday hero say Janice is amazing three times to draw two cards. Okay, I don't really know that doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Sorry. Next, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. I don't even know her. I'm sure she's nice. <laughs> she, yeah, I don't know. She might Maybe be she an arsonist. Amazing. Okay. Virus exposure, and then it's like a sick person coughing. It says pick a player to discard two protect cards. Or you can enter quarantine. That's that's a fun game mechanic. That is fun, yeah. Enter quarantine. There's a canned tuna card, there's a ramen card, there's a toilet paper card. Boy, you could probably freaking sell that on the black market, Mike. Toilet paper card. You know? I can't find paper towels anywhere. I need paper towels. Well, you, you ain't got rag? I guess I gotta get some rags, huh? Get a rag. Change your life. Uh, 4600 bucks of 3500 bucks. 148 backers, 23 days to go. This thing is making bank. They are making a lot of money off of this. Uh, they are getting this game made. They have partnered with one of those weird companies that helps you sell stuff on Kickstarter. 
it's working. So I don't know. Not for me, I'll say. Yeah, classic not for me. Bye-bye virus. I don't know. JF, that was the six-pack. Oh, it's over. No. Oh. Too bad. Do you think, dry, your, do you, dry, it, dry, it, dry your tears. Okay? Grab a rag. Suck dry your tears. How many people do you think are really saying, oh, crap? The show's yeah. almost over. Crap. I would say I would say zero people are saying that. Okay. Say one, you know. Can you say one? Well, one. One person is. You are. <laughs> it's, it's me. I just don't want to go to bed. I want to stay up late. I want to have fun. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, let's read an email, Mike. You're gonna wanna contact Rockets. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call 802-259-KISS. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee, 370 They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Okay, Mike, this email comes to us from Duncan. This is a this is a fucking huge email. This is one of the biggest emails I've ever seen. Is it? So I'm gonna I wanna read some I oh need Oh my you, god, I, what is this? I need to I know I need to tag in and you need to help me read this email. It's Why very, did you very pick long. This email? It's so long. Because he did a good job writing the email. Let me tell you what, I'm looking at this, the size of this email, and I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to be asleep by the second half of it. And well, you're you should read too. But I am tired. You should read the first half of the email, and I will read the second half, because if you're going to be asleep by the second half, that won't do me any good. Okay. Um, I uh, Let's see what he says here. Hey, JF and Mike. Hey, that's us. Off to a good start. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're rolling. I hope you're keeping safe and comfy, you know, with everything that's going on out there. I'm in a landlocked state, and so I have to say that before this, I was pretty envious of y'all in Oklahoma who could just drive an hour and get to your choice of pretty respectable beaches. I imagine you two would often roll out some towels, set the rugrats to play on the surf, flip down the shades as the wives start chuckling, and clink together a couple of rolling rocks together for another memorable day at the beach. You two are no doubt well familiar with the movement when you look into the cresting line of waves and narrow your eyes, thinking that you might <coughs> have just seen a shark's fin cutting across the horizon and wondered about the safety of your family and the other beachgoers, only to conclude that it was definitely just the peak of a wave and so continued your revelry. Well, you may not have thought in the moment, but probably wanted to know after the fact is what kind of shark you two would be were you born blessed with the many fins and gills of nature's most modest predator, the shark. You two have brought me so much joy over these years that I thought I could help you put uh, the thought at ease for you two. Okay, I'm tagging in. Mike, is this not a great email so far? It's pretty good. This is so I'm I'm so excited to read the second half of this email. Mike is impossibly easy to prescribe. He would be a crested bullhead shark. Morphologically speaking, this is the bulldog of the shark world. It has a broad blunt snout and a smooth camouflaged body perfect for benthic bottom of the sea life. 
It will prey upon lethargic shellfish as well as the eggs of the Port Jackson shark. The Port Jackson shark is nearly identical to the crested bullhead shark, which Mike would be, in appearance and behavior with two important distinctions. The Port Jackson shark is incredibly social and will congregate in large numbers and mate frequently with multiple partners, unlike the crested bullhead shark, a.k.a. Mike shark. The Port Jackson shark is reluctant to eat the incubating offspring of other sharks, a qualm that the bullhead shark, Michael shark, lacks entirely. Now, admittedly, JF is a much more sultry and elusive mark when it comes to shark determination. His broody, moody, and attitude disposition fits with several shark species, as does his propensity to coolly pursue his prey among the open oceans. Twitter sphere. There are a lot of strong options, but I am confident that he would be a bronze whaler shark. This is a noble shark of luxurious coppery scales whose curiosity is meted by its caution. Unlike other species, its eyes are rarely bigger than its stomach and it poses little threat to humankind. A stocky and humble hunter, many have called it the Socrates of the Seven Seas. In this email, you can say that both or either of the sharks have big penises, uh, testicules, or small penises, testicules, uh, whichever one you think fits the tone of the episode better. Um, I think small, we'd probably just go with small penis, right? Just the way we'd... We're feeling kind of tired right now, so we're not mm-hmm. into saying how big our penises are, yeah. right? Yeah. Did, did, were you able to look up some pictures of the sharks? Do you feel like... Yeah, it looks cute. I like him. Did he nail it? Did he nail yeah. us or what? Yeah. Looks cool. Duncan, that is the email of the day. Thank you so much. That's... I don't, I don't even, well, I don't even know what to say. Are you the email of the day award? I'm serious. I don't care. Oh I don't God. care. It's the email of the day. Oh Thank you, God. Duncan. Okay. That was awesome to find out that i am the bronze oiler shark i'm gonna go tell my wife that i'm the bronze oiler shark you go wake her up yeah, yeah. honey honey <laughs> you're not gonna believe this you're gonna wake up and say i thought you were the poop of the sea probably that's what she'll probably say does she really talk to you like that yeah man it's gotten pretty bad over here <laughs> Hey, um, I am listening to the episode where you talk about rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. And I um, I remember this time that I went to go visit my parents. And they put on the Big Bang Theory. And I, like, looked at them and I was like, you guys know that, like, this show is, like, notoriously the worst. And then my mom looks me dead in the eye and says... <laughs> We just bought every season. And I just uh, left.